Welcome to Let's Talk. Where ordinary people are doing extraordinary things. We are live and interactive. With education. Spoken word. Good evening, Facebook, YouTube, and Periscope, uh, as well as our other streaming channels. And tonight, I got a I got a special guest, um, a good friend of mine uh, for a long time, man, since we were kids playing baseball. <laughs> uh, we got NASCAR owner John Cohen, man. It's definitely a pleasure. What's up, Johnny? Appreciate. What's up, Quill? What's Appreciate going on, man? Everything's all right. Uh, just just give everybody a brief background about yourself, man. Uh, you know, from Vauxhall, um, went to Union High, played football at Union, went from Union to Grambling, from Grambling to, you know, into the business world. You know, growing up in Vauxhall, you know, it's a mixed community of black and white. You know, you're on one side, we on the other. As far as you know, but we all went to one school, Union High. So I think. Throughout the time, like we all grew up in one community, we all play football together, we all play baseball together. So, you know, to this day, we, you know, I feel like growing up a community like that, we became close knit. We need each other. We there for each other. So, what what got you into NASCAR? I mean, it, it, the, the NASCAR thing. Uh, like I told everybody, I've known you a long time, and uh, you know, I was I was one of your doubters because when you mm -hmm. said, "I'm like NASCAR," I'm like. What, what, what? Oh, I'm telling you, man, this is it. This is the NASCAR thing. What, 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 what gave you the foresight? Like, listen, this is what I really want to do. I mean, you know me better than anybody. You know what I mean? Growing up, so you know I always like to do stuff. You know, different. Like we'd be in the, in my yard playing hockey sometimes. You know what I mean? It was just I just like to do different stuff that was just out of the norm. Like when I was riding motorcycles, at one point I went to chopper before anybody else would. I just I felt like as black African-Americans, 
we all tend to do the same thing. Like, for example, at the time I was like hanging out with a lot of people in the music industry and, you know, I tried that lane. But then going to meet, having meetings, I felt like I was just doing the same thing as everybody else. Like, I could never create my own lane doing music. So, I was, you know, if you look at it, like, for example, Dr. Dre came out with headphones. Everybody come out with headphones. Puff get vodka. Everybody wants to do vodka. You know, it, it, we don't we don't tend to do things that's out of our norm because we figure if that person get money over there, I need to do the same thing they're doing. But if they already have that lane, how far are you going to be able to catch them in that lane if you don't do something else in another lane? You know, where you can ride side by side with them. So I figured by me wanting to do NASCAR, I can create my own lane and then do whatever I want from there. A lot of a lot of people think that um, the NASCAR thing is recent. Uh, let let them know how long you've been doing it. I, I think it's been over like 12, 13 years, right? Yeah, I started in the lower series in two thousand eight, and the bigger series two thousand. You know, the top three two thousand nine and the Cup two thousand twelve. Yeah, I, I think I still remember. Wasn't Chase your first driver? Yeah, Chase Austin. Wow, I still re- yeah. I still remember that yeah. man. Yeah. So so now is 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 New York racing team. I know you uh, mm-hmm. you had the other the other company that was down North Carolina. So now you basically based home in our in, in no no North it's Beach. it's it's still in North it's still in North Carolina, but I just call it New York racing because. You know, I, I call it was it was called extreme motorsports when I first started. Mm-hmm. I, you know, because I, I I wanted to move it into you know I I love motorcycles, so I, I wanted to do every part of racing at some point. If it was dirt bikes, for you know all all around motorsports, so I called it extreme motorsports. But then I had a meeting with um an individual one time that worked for the Giants. He was like, marketing got the Giants. He was like, you're doing this all wrong. He was like. Extreme motorsports is never going to mean anything to anybody. He's like, you need to create it and call it New York. Something. It's New York. He's like, because the Knicks, the Knicks are horrible, you know, and all you Knicks fans listening, they are horrible, you know. So, but fans still go, you know, they still go to the, there's it, it, a reason why the Knicks are, you know, the, the garden is the garden, because no matter what, New York fans are loyal. The Mets fans are loyal. Yankee fans are loyal. So I wanted to create a, a, a racing team, which New York is not known for, any type of NASCAR racing. So I wanted to create something for, you know, just New York period, New York, New Jersey, you know, just because it's New York don't mean it's New Jersey. You know, the Giants play in New Jersey. So, yeah. So that was your conversation where you was like, you know what? I'm not branding myself right. Let me brand it the right way, the way it's supposed to be. This is home yeah. for me. This is Let me, for me, you know, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I, I'm, I am going to move the team up here in the next two to three years. That's my goal. And, you know, have it fully in New York, New Jersey area, but as of right now, the team is in North Carolina. So how how is the experience been for you um, dealing with NASCAR? Dealing just seeing seeing uh, the sport evolve, seeing yourself evolve as an individual and as an owner. Uh, when I first got there, NASCAR as a whole wanted to bring more diversity to to the forefront. They've been like that since I've been there, as far as the leadership. Especially with the new leadership that came in, um, was the fans ready? No, was the crew guys and all that stuff? It, you know, I dealt with a lot of different things throughout my you know years there. Fair share, just like anybody else would deal with anything in any industry. It's not, it's, it is what it is. But now that the whole world has seen post George Floyd, you know, situation that the whole world is now realizing we need to invest in more black business, investing. And, and, you know, individuals of color trying to change the culture, 
I feel like NASCAR has stepped up even more to, you know, to to be in that fight. So one of the, one of the, one of the things I always found it unique is that a lot of the hardcore fans like they travel from race to race. How how mm-hmm. is that experience when you guys go like you know, yesterday was Daytona and then you guys go somewhere else the next week and you might see literally the same exact fans like 10,000 fans that are the same ones like they done drove all their RVs and, and trailer homes, like. Yeah, so so I never really see the fans per se. Where we, you know, where we're we at, we're in the like, you know, pit, pit um, in the circle. Mm-hmm. So like the, the majority of the fans, I really don't. See. I mean, you you talk about it, some places, two hundred thousand people there. So I could never, but like as a, it's like a traveling circus. Like we, you know, like it 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 goes from city to city. It's not like basketball or. or or baseball where you know you play regionally we travel from city to city like a, you know like any circus would so you know everybody packs up goes back to north carolina you know as far as that part the teams you know all the rvs the buses go from that place to the next place i know i know one of your one of your uh great experiences when uh when president obama was in office and you guys was at the white house tell us about that yeah. so um i actually i actually wanted to go and I actually asked NASCAR, you know, I'm, you know, can I go? And they was like, it's for the champions. You know, this is not something that other owners actually go to. Uh, we, I don't think we can accommodate that. So I had a friend that worked at the White House and I asked him, like, I need to go. I can't miss this. I need to go. It's like the last time, you know, be at the White House. So, you know, he got, you know, he set it up where I went. My mother and I, you know, bought a friend of mine. So it was, it was, it was a great experience, you know, just being you know, first experience at the White House per se behind the gates, and then to be there when President Obama was there was like special to me. You know, and to bring my mom. You know, what I mean that. You know, that was that was special for her to go. You know? Did you did, did have you in reference to NASCAR? Have you had that moment where you was like, "Yo, I, I I got I got everybody on my back. I got I got my family. You know, rest in peace to your pops. Mm-hmm. You know." I, everybody, everybody I grew up with, like this is a moment for everybody. Like, I'm happy because I'm representing my town. Everything. I mean, I, I never looked at it like that yet, but for me, I still got a long way to go. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm still considered a part-time team. Next year, I'll be considered a full-time team. And when I say part-time, it just might be two or three races. I don't make it, it go to a close to year on sponsorship, but. You know, it's just it's just timing. You know, like like most of these guys are race against. So if, you, if you know, like many you will see social media, like oh, this team is not bigger than that team. Like Rick Hendrick team was my team at one point. You know, he was he was battling all the older guys at that time. You know, like you know, like Stuart Haas, which is one of the big teams. They was I was racing against them. We was running side by side. Now they're a top team. So it's all sponsorship. It's all built on trying to build it up, and it's going to take time. So you know, it's just. Pushing, you know. How does, how does that work with with a, with an owner when you're trying to get a major company to sponsor you? You have to pitch to them, or they basically choose you. No, I mean, you have to pitch to them. I mean, they'll they'll have companies that come out and 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 you know, if you have relationships, we you know, it, it's it's more or less all relationships. You know, like when you get sponsors like that. So right now, I'm trying to fulfill a big relationship that I might have, and if it works out. It'll change the whole scope of the team. I know one of one of your biggest things, and um, 
the racing thing, but you guys are doing something. I think I noticed it two years ago. You guys are doing something remarkable with the schools in reference to STEM. Mm -hmm. Ex explain that. So my thing for the kids is me growing up, I knew nothing about NASCAR. Like my father used to always talk about racing, you know, and I used to race in the hole. That's why I started like racing in the hole with everybody. We, we go on 78 race, but a lot of kids, and then growing up, you know, and you know, in our area, it was like all stolen cars. When we like, I, I, I tell, I tell most people in NASCAR, like the first time I ever seen a burnout was a stolen car. Like, let's be clear, I never, you know, I didn't grow up seeing burnouts at Victory Circle. Mm -hmm. I saw them stolen cars in front of White Castle. You know, so it was, it was a different setting for me as an owner than the rest of the owner. So I want to make sure that kids of color, especially you know, um, from areas of North Philly, Baltimore. Richmond, Virginia, you know, Compton, wherever we race at, I want to make sure these kids understand that going to school, learning STEM, learning science, technology, and, and mathematics will help you if you want to get NASCAR to be an engineer, to be a crew chief, because, you know, you don't always have to be a driver. You don't always have to be, uh, you know, it's a role for everybody in NASCAR. So, for example, crew chiefs, some crew chiefs in NASCAR make $2 million a year. Like, wow. And it's, kids, it's kids out there that can be, you know, pit crew guys make 300,000 a year, some of them. So, you know, like the best ones, they it's no reason why these kids in this, it's not any black crew, it's no, it's no black crew chiefs in NASCAR right now. So, you know, I, I just want to make sure kids of color, kids of, you know, from inner cities are, are equipped to be in racing if they want to be there. Wow. I, I, you know, I didn't, I never, I never, um, thought of it that way. I remember when you used to tell me, you used to be like, yo, uh, whenever, you know, because I live right by the uh, Pocono Raceway, and you was like, yo, mm -hmm. when you want to come, just let me know so I can mm -hmm. put you on the list so you could come. I never, and I and I went there one time, and they was letting like regular cars race around, and I didn't see nobody of color there, and it's a lot mm -hmm. of people in the Pocono area that's black. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you know, I want to do people, uh, people that's black really understand, like, you know, th this sport is here, just like you know, we grew up baseball, football, stuff like that. This mm -hmm. sport is here as well. Um, with, with yourself, Michael Jordan being the owner as well, mm -hmm. uh, Brad Darty. I mean, mm -hmm. we grew up on Brad Darty and 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 Bubba. It's like, oh wow, like mm -hmm. we've been here, we here, and it's like you know, it's time to open up the doors for everybody else. Um, I know that one of the things that you had liked to do before was you used to always love to come to the high schools in the in the area and just talk and just give people the experience. Like, look, you don't have to do the, the regular stuff. Mm -hmm. You can find a lane in NASCAR. Yeah, I still do it now. I, I did a Zoom the other day with, uh, with Ryan Zizer at Union for kids doing trying to uh, start businesses. So I still – I just don't actually go into the schools anymore. I still do – you know, Zoom calls with different schools and actually going to certain prisons, talking to them and do it. You know, I'm, that stopped since COVID. But before that, uh, you know, I was doing, you know, going to speak everywhere I could. Because, I, I mean, I, you know, every now growing up, we grow up, you know, it's two seconds difference of you going one lane to another. So if I can help kids see that, you know, if I don't do sports, what am I going to do with the rest of my life? Like start teaching kids is, is more ways than than sports as far as the dribbling basketball, hitting the baseball and throwing the football. And it, look, and a lot of people don't know is that is, is one of the things that you did before NASCAR, which I always thought was um, interesting is that you, you were one of the first people of color that really got, um, let me not say people of color, first black people 
that I know that really got serious about the trucking industry. Um, yeah. And, and, and that's something that I know. I know uh, you call me and be like, yo, uh, come to the company. I'm like, what do you mean? Yeah. And you was into yeah. trucks. If you want to talk about that, you could talk about that as well, like uh, being, being an owner of, of, of trucks as well. I mean, the, the trucking business was just a starting lane for me because, uh, you know, it's something my father did. So it was easy to, you know, get knowledge as far as trucks of how to how to. And, and plus, I knew a lot of people that was in that industry at the time who can help me out once I got the trucks and do my routes and stuff like that. But it just all the business I did before it basically put into perspective where I'm at now. For example, like most people don't know when I played football at Union, I play, I, I play golf. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people don't remember, like when I played golf in high school, it was certain places. They was looking at me funny. Like it was 90, 92. I was out there playing golf and it wasn't no black people playing at Boston at the time. I remember, you know, the coach, which was the football coach, my my position coach, he like, you know, no, you know, no black people really play at this course. And I was like, why? And, and to me, it was like, I didn't see the significance of it. So when I'm at the, at the track now and then I hear different things, it's like, I've been going through this. Like I've been like in situations where like my counterparts are looking at me funny because I'm here. So, you know, everything that went through life actually helped me to the point where I'm at now. And 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 dealing with as being the first or one of one of the few with mm -hmm. NAS with NASCAR, if you if you could weigh it out, would you say that your the good experience outweigh the bad experiences? I mean, yes. It, so it's it's not it's not I didn't say I had I can't say I had bad experiences. I'm saying I had adversity, you know, that 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 put me into a lane that's saying I need to do this. I need to restructure how I want to do this, because I've been as I've been in it a decade. It just wasn't my decade to be that person yet in NASCAR. I think this decade will be my decade to be the forefront of where I want to do in NASCAR. It just, it just, I have to, like, when it comes to NASCAR, like, I can, I know what the car is doing. I know, and a lot of owners don't even know that side of it. You know, I, I know what we need in the shop. I know this. I learned, I'm a student of the game. It's, it's, I know the marketing side. It's not something they can just tell me and just say, oh, well, my car's not going fast. I know why it's not going fast. Yeah, it's kind of funny. You made me think about when we was young. You'd be like, uh, take a ride with me. Next thing you know, you go buy a DuPont registry and you sit there and read the whole magazine. I'm like, yo, why you ain't talking? I'm like, you're like, yo, man, I'm reading, man. Hold up. I'll talk to you in a second. But I know one of the things, also one of the things I know that you're really, really proud of is your connection with the HBCUs and mm -hmm. what you, the work you've been doing with them. What's going on with that? So, you know, a lot, even before it's happening now, like a lot of companies now are starting to give back to HBCUs. I, I feel like me going to HBCU set me, I mean, just being honest, like if we want to be honest in the conversation, when I decided to go to HBCU, at, 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 when I saw my grandma stuff at Union, I used to get a lot of slack from that. Like, I, you know, I used to go in the locker room and say, I'm going to grandma. Like, uh, you know, some of the kids we went to high school with used to say, why are you going to all black school? You're racist. Like, like at that time black schools wasn't popular at union it wasn't it wasn't a thing to do like for people to say that they didn't they didn't under, and that was at the the time of you know the, the um all the sweatshirts was cool to wear like we went to black colleges but we didn't promote it as much as we did like we did in the 90s so my my hbu experience is like we was all proud to be there as 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 african-american students it wasn't 
we wasn't we wasn't a minority. We was a majority. We ran the campus. We were the campus. We had fun. We we learned different. And I feel like a lot of kids need to get that experience as far as black America. I think they feel they need to be around their own people learning certain things. I learned stuff at Grandma that I didn't learn at Union. So I, I feel like, yes, education would be good at Harvard, but who would have said how education is not as, as great as, as Harvard? It's just, it's just what they tell you. Like, I feel like Howard education, Grandma education is all a great education. As you see, most of our leaders now come from HBCU. So why now you can't say that their education was any less than than, than a black college education. So I feel like we just need to now showcase more of, uh, you know, our, our black colleges. They've been there for a reason when we couldn't go to college. So let's keep them going. Like I, like I said in the beginning of the interview, when uh, me, me, me and John known each other since we were kids. And mm -hmm. when, he, when he told me, uh, just to let people know in the chat, when he mm -hmm. told me he was thinking about NASCAR, I was like, what? Like, you know, what did you talk about? Um, like when you have like people that's cool with you, people that doubt it, it like I like I said before, what you want it to be different, like yo, I don't want to do the I don't want to pigeonhole myself and doing the same thing, Q. NASCAR is where it's set, yo. Why didn't you give up? I mean, you know me by now. Like, you know, I'm not a person that just gives I'm my thing is consistency. Like you was telling me today, like like I tell you I ride the bike. He's like, you, you want to ride you ride the bike every day? I'm like all I've known all my life is consistency. Like playing sports, it, it it pretty molds you into consistency. Like a lot of people don't realize that like organized sports as a as a kid will put you in a consistency mode. You go to practice every day, you, you do this every day. It keeps you consistent. So I feel like if I keep myself consistent in this sport and be there and no matter what knows, no, like I have to do this. There's no, it's no like, I tell kids, so when I when I tell kids they, about their business and they, they say, well, I want to start a business. And I tell them, you know, your business should be like how you love somebody. So you ever have a relationship when it goes bad and you're sick, like like you're totally sick, like you like, oh, I can't live, you know, like, you know, we all been there. If your business don't make you feel like that, it's not the right business because you didn't love it. You know, if your business don't have you sick, like can't sleep at night, you don't love it. Like if you can get up in the morning and be like, oh, whatever, you didn't love this business. You just fly, you just wanted to fly by. But if the business has you sick to your stomach that you have to have it the way you want to have it, then you love it. And it's not, and nothing's gonna stop you from finishing what you gotta do. So until you get to that point, you're not doing the one the thing you love in life. Wow. Wow. So so the so the next step is is to is to qualify. I mean, I it it how did you one thing about NASCAR I always thought was amazing is that um the rain delays. I never realized how the rain delays could like throw everything off, and y'all they still be racing till Monday or Tuesday. Have you ever experienced something crazy like that? And you'd be like, "Man, I had plans on Monday." No, I'm I, mean, I leave when it's rain delays like that or something. <laughs> I leave and come back. I, I leave and you know and see the people the next weekend. Like NASCAR has a schedule, you know, and and they'll tell you like, for example, I'd be like, "Hey, I want to bring this person." Will you, you know, will you pay them to come? You know, like as 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 a you know, like no, nah, the green flag is gonna drop at a certain time, and the black and white flag is gonna drop at that certain time. Either way, there or not, it's gonna drop, and it's going that next flag is gonna drop. <laughs> so they look at it like that. No matter what, them flags is gonna drop, and we're gonna have a race. We got we got one question. We got a question for you from our buddy Dwayne. He oh, said, Dwayne, what's up? He, 
He said, could you explain the different levels of NASCAR for those who may not know? Okay, so you have different levels. So, for example, I started in with a kid out of Springfield, late model. So I would compare it to us. So it's late model. It's ARCA. It's the truck series, the Xfinity series, and the cup series. I would compare those four. If I compare late model, late model is like pop one of football. You know, it's, it's just a starting lane for, you know, kids coming up. Arca series is like, you know, like junior high, like seven, eighth grade football. Like that's, that's where that's at. You know, some levels it's, it's, it's high school, but it's still, you know, high school football. Um, then the truck series, I would compare that to semi-pro. You know, you just came to high school. You're trying to figure out how to get to that college level, but you're not there yet. Xfinity series is the next series above, you know, uh, the cup series. I would consider that the college football. And then the cup series is pro football. If that if okay. that helps explain it. So so the, so the, so, the, so the goal so the goal is to get into that cup series and then compete with the big boys. Yeah, that's the goal of every driver and, and every owner to be in a cup. Now I'm gonna ask you. Now I'm gonna ask you. Of, I know her. You know it's it's amazing. Uh, I know how you are, and you real, you mm -hmm. real laid, you real laid back, and you won't, you won't say much when you're around a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Definitely those mm -hmm. who don't know. Mm -hmm. Did you have, did, have you met when you in your in your NASCAR uh, life? Mm -hmm. um, who was who was the driver that you met and was like, this is the one. From the me owner, or owner, 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 owner. Yeah, for you. Have yeah, you had a moment where like, me. like if Bob Petty? Did you meet Bob Petty? No, Richard Petty, yeah, I met Richard Petty. I mean, the, the only owner that really, that really, when I see him, I'm like, I got to make sure my team is just like him is Rick Hendrick. The one, he owns the 40, 48, the 24, the 5, and and uh, I forgot the other number right now because they switched the number so much. But, yeah, he's – so he – you know, if you saw Days of Thunder, that movie was about him. You know, he started with one car, um, went from one car to four cars. So, you know – I, I want to mold my team around what he did, like okay. just close it up and over the, he's been in the sport since the eighties. So 40 years of, of racing. Wow. So, you know, I, I just, I mean, most people don't realize like I'm out there racing against people like the Wood Brothers that been out, been there since 60 years. Hendrick Motorsports been there for 40 years. Rouse been out for 40 years. Richard Petty been there since it started. Um, like teams like that, like, and then you got Roger Penske, who billionaire, you know, Hendrick billionaire, like, the, you know, Richard Petty, like his backwards are billionaires. It's just, I'm racing against guys that's legit. I'm not supposed to be racing against, you know, <laughs> it's still a sponsor driven sport. So if you have the right sponsors, no matter how much money they have, yeah, it, it just matters how much money that they're going to put in the car. So yeah. if you have the right sponsors. It doesn't matter about that part. It matters what's going to make your car go fast. So, so is it, is is the sport like to win? You gotta, you know, it's just like a like a football comparison. You gotta have the great, the, the perfect owner, the perfect crew chief, perfect driver, all at one time. Yeah. Have you have you ever seen like is it crew chiefs like you want this crew chief because he runs that car right? Is it certain so, guys in the industry like that's the crew it, chief it, that you want? It, it's just like any other sport. So I'm gonna compare it to to football. Like you can have. A great quarterback and a great receiver, and they just don't don't mesh well together. No matter how you look at it, because one quarterback may, you know, that offense might be way different than another offense, so it might not work out between that QB and that wide receiver. The same way with a crew chief and the driver. 
like it's so with NASCAR is different than Formula One. Formula One, they get in the car and he'll tell, hey, my car is loose. And they'll put it in a computer and it'll fix it during a race. With NASCAR, wow. if yeah, with NASCAR, it's you know, it goes right to the steering wheel. Like it ain't it is so much technology, it goes right to the steering wheel to fix it. With NASCAR is not like that. If the car is loose and tight, you have to tell the crew chief and he they have to really figure out why this car is tight, why the car is racing. So they might have to change a take rounds out. If you, if, I mean, you might not ever see it, but you ever see like when they do a pit stop and they go in the back and they turn this thing, like mm-hmm. that's a track bar. So that you might need a track bar adjustment. You need to t- might take a rubber out the spring. You might need the, you know, the tire pressures might be a little different. It, it could be anything that makes the car tight, loose, but you got to explain that to your crew chief why they, they, I'm coming off turn three and my, my car is, you know, loose. So it's tight. So they have to figure out how to make it, better on that side of the track and still be the good enough for the other side. Cause each, most people don't realize just be, when you're going in that circle, each turn is different because the banking is different. The angle is different. So it might be good on one, t- one side and a totally different side is it, it might be even worse. So you have to give a good combination. So it's the car stays on the track. Dwayne, Dwayne said, uh, how do they go about getting drivers? It's the luck of the draw. I mean, it, it goes off of how what, what, what drivers are available and what sponsor likes that driver or what team works. It it just ha- it just happens to be the luck. But see, I'm at the point now. I'm trying to develop drivers. Like I'm trying to get them from, you know, younger, put older drivers in, and know that this is going to be the drive for years to come. Yeah, that's that's what I seen you doing. You was doing the simulator. You, yeah, I seen you doing yeah. the simulator. How, how, yeah, that, that's really like. The real deal. If you, if you get yeah, on the so, so, so what's good about the what's good about the the simulator now? We have a thing called iRacing. So iRacing is actually going to help more African Americans get into sport, because before, you know, ten even five years ago, the simulators wasn't a, a necessity to learn how to drive. Now the simulators are so accurate that you don't have to test on on certain tracks. You can learn how to drive on a simulator. So that that for it, kids don't have a lot of money to be out there racing um, in late model cars because you wreck it, then you got your, your parents have to fix it. You wreck a simulator, you just hit start again, and it gives you the same feeling that you being out there in the track with. So okay. I, it's, it's kids that's making it through simulators all the way to the highest level of NASCAR at this moment, just racing the wow. high well, yeah. so it's it's a whole bunch that the average fan just don't see yeah. or know what's going yeah. on. I definitely didn't know about the uh, the Formula One with the, they could fix it from the yeah, from fix, the outside. They fix, fix it right from the, the all the computers. It goes right to switching it right in the steering wheel. Wow. Well, well, uh, Johnny, man, uh, I'm glad you could join us tonight, man. I really appreciate, no, I appreciate having it. you on, bro. And uh, you know, I, like I apologize, to everybody in the chat. Johnny actually was supposed to have been on, but I. I kind of didn't see the text till late, and then mm-hmm. I'm glad we caught him now because the season has started, and um, mm-hmm. you know we need to be on the lookout for for John Cohen and be able to it's understand okay. it. Okay, I'm sorry. Tell KK what? Uh, thanks for the word, kind words. I saw the text. I, I yeah, 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 yeah. She on it. She said, yeah. "I know." I, she said, "I know." Union had golf. <laughs> yeah, Union, Union had golf. And it was funny. Everybody used to laugh at me when I played golf. Now look, everybody's playing. Can yeah. everybody's playing? <laughs> they play golf more than I do. 
So we uh when we when we watch NASCAR, we we need to understand that you know outside of just uh, Michael Jordan and and like uh, Dwayne reminded me earlier about Brad Darty being into it yeah. as heavy and actually yeah. doing the uh the color of it as yourself, man. That we are out there and and a lot of times we gear our kids towards a certain sport. Know that NASCAR is a sport as well, and uh, yeah, it's it's the fastest growing sport. Everyone, NASCAR yeah. is I mean, the fastest I mean, growing sport. NASCAR, it was the biggest sport at one time. So they, they, if, they, if you look at any data metrics to it, NFL is the biggest sport, and then it's NASCAR. But globally, NBA is the biggest sport out of everybody globally, you know, because you have fans all over the world. You know, especially the emerge of social media made NASCAR, I mean, NBA even bigger. So those three pretty much, I mean, we, we are way bigger than Major League Baseball, NASCAR. And most people don't realize, because we live in the tri-state area, we don't realize it, but you know NASCAR and you know NBA and um you know and Dwayne, they, Dwayne watched yeah. all day yesterday. Oh yeah, yeah, and especially races like yesterday, you you'll be glued to the screen because you know the, some bigger tracks have better racing. Daytona, yeah. Talladega, yeah, that's that, that that's one thing about the season, the NASCAR season, which is funny because the other sports they geared their seasons around NASCAR season because when you come to viewership. Like you said, you get two hundred thousand people in the in the in the stands. Like yeah. that's a lot I mean, of people, we, man. We literally compete with every sport in the course of a year. So in the beginning, you know, we race the weekend after Super Bowl every year. So now we can compete against the NBA. You know, as far as sports, and then it goes into baseball. Then it goes to the football. So we really, you know, out there like battling as far as TV time with every sport in the course of the year. Great, great. Yeah. Well, look, look, Jay, man. Appreciate you I coming appreciate on the show, you. man. Right, thanks, appreciate thanks, you, bro, man. Go. Keep doing your I thing, bro. I will. Thanks. All right. Take it easy. All right. All right, All right. Thanks. Take it.